Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset, a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. If you're a midlife woman who has thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash, having a roller coaster. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset 3-Day Challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th. Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Hey there, welcome to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm Stephanie Shaw, and I love to discuss all things perimenopause, postmenopause, menopause, menopause, health, and wellness. So often we think that the only way to get rid of those perimenopausal symptoms is to eat better, exercise, and or take a pill. I want to challenge you that the work is so much deeper. As a coach and a strategist, I challenge and help people get to the root cause of their symptoms so they can lose weight, sleep better, cool the hot flashes, find confidence, and control the anxious thoughts. It ain't easy, but it is so worth it. If you listen to the podcast, I always bring up 2017. It was my year of trauma. 2017, again, was so traumatic specifically March 23rd, 2017. It was the start of the two most health relationship challenging years of my life. And part of the reason I had so many challenges because I had no healthy habits. I didn't have a habit of eating whole food all the time. You know, I would, I ate okay, but it was not a consistent habit. I was American skinny, whatever that means. So I ate what I wanted because I didn't, quote unquote, feel the need to eat any better. I had a habit of doing what was like quick and easy in the moment. I did not have a habit of exercising. I was always too busy running around with my boys, making excuses like I don't have a walking partner or I could be doing something else with the money for those classes. I had a habit of putting everyone else first and thinking that I wasn't worth the time or worth the money that I would spend on myself. No self-care regimen. And I definitely didn't have habits around speaking up for myself. I might offend someone. What if they don't like what I have to say? How will it make them feel? Again, my habit was to put other people first. Good habits are at the core of self-care. Self-care is at the core of getting your perimenopausal symptoms under control. Bad habits, on the other hand, can be rooted at the core of lack of self-worth. And it can be the root of a lot of other things. So I don't want to put any labels on you, but bad habits often start somewhere else. So I want you to just think about that. 
the conversation, if you haven't gotten it so far, today we're going to talk about habits and how are habits formed? How can we form habits? Are they habits or rituals? We're going to talk about all of that. And at the end of this episode, I want you to walk away with some practical tips and tools that are going to help you start some really good habits that are going to get you on the path to better sleep, more energy, a better libido, less anxiety, less depression, no hot flashes, no night sweats, you know, on that good path where everything is a lot more balanced. So first, again, let's jump back and let's talk about habits and how they're formed. So I'm going going to define a habit. A habit is defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. And that's kind of the key. A habit is different than a routine. So routines are often hard and uncomfortable. Your routine may be get up at 5 a.m. to run or 5 a.m. to journal. That's how a routine may start. And again, it's something hard to do or something that may feel forced. It's 5 a.m. I got to get up and run or it's 5 a.m. I probably need to journal today. That just becomes part of your routine. A habit, on the other hand, is ingrained in what you do and it feels weird not to do it. So exercise is a ritual that I'm trying to turn into a habit, just letting you know. But for me, prayer is a habit and I feel completely off that day if I haven't prayed. So again, prayer is not a ritual. It's not just something I wake up and do on repeat and then kind of hate to do. It's an ingrained habit. I feel weird, out of place if I don't do it. Exercise, on the other hand, oh well. (laughs) But again, I'm working. I'm working to turn it from a ritual to a habit because when it becomes habit forming and you, you know, a good habit, that's when it's much easier for you to do. In order to master menopause, you have to turn your routines, eating healthy food, exercising, meditating into habits where your entire day is off if that act activity doesn't take place. So instead of just, you know, setting aside 15 minutes to meditate, like at the end of the day, your energy is totally different. And in your mind, you'll click and say, Oh, that's because I didn't meditate. That's the type of habits we want to start. So I'm going to going to share with you some ways to start those habits. The first thing is to set an intention. Decide that you want to make exercising a habit. After you decide, then think of your why. So you can make exercising a habit because your friends are doing it. But what if your why was, I want to make exercising a habit so when my great grandkids are around, I can still roll around on the floor and play with them. So my mom exercises. She walks probably one or two miles per day. She's in her 80s. And she will say, oh, I'm not feeling well or whatever. But as soon as her great-grandson comes over, she's on the floor, she's rolling around, she's kicking the ball at 80 because that's her why. The reason that she exercises is so that she can spend time with her great-grandson. She exercised because she knew when she got older, she didn't want to be dependent on anyone else. So what I want you to do is don't think of, I need to exercise because, you know, it's going to help me with perimenopause. Yeah, that may be true, but I want you to think deeper about your why. Make it compelling. Make your why so compelling that you have no choice 
but to form a habit. So let's talk about sleep. You can say, I want to sleep better, or I want to sleep all night so I have more energy for my husband, so I don't fall asleep while driving to work, so I'm not exhausted, which turns into me yelling at coworkers. Like, be very specific and get to your why. So again, number one, set your intention. Next, get ready for things to get in your way, because they will. What stops you from going to sleep on time? Think about that. Do you need to put your kids on a schedule if that's the where you're at in life? Do you need to turn your ringer off your phone, put your phone in another room? Do you need to stop eating ice cream before you go to bed? That was a bad habit for me. Like I wasn't having ice cream. I was having full-fledged banana splits, cherry on top with the sprinkles often um, before I would go to bed, you know, around seven, eight o'clock at night. And then I was up all night. So do you need to stop eating before you go to bed after a certain time? Rather, are you afraid to fall asleep all night because you're having nightmares? Like what is getting in the way of your why? Get ready for those things to get in the way. So then you can come up with some solutions in order for you to, to get them out of the way. All right. Get some support. That's the third thing I think people often don't focus on. Do you need to set your alarm on your phone to remind you to start getting up ready or getting ready for a bed routine? Like that's a support mechanism for you. So I have one, 8.01 p.m. my alarm goes off because if it doesn't, then it's like 10 o'clock and I'm still thinking, oh man, I need to get up, wash my face, brush my teeth, make sure that I'm ready for the next day, start planning. But that alarm gives me some additional support so I can start the planning of my day at 8.01 p.m. Do I do it all the time? No, but I'm working on a habit, not a routine. I'm trying to make it hard to live without this 8.01 alarm making me start the, the ritual of getting ready for bed, all right? The next thing is don't try to do it all at once. So Let's say that you're like, oh man, I do need to exercise better. So that means I need to go to sleep on time. I need to eat differently. I need to get the kids in bed. I need to, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I need to add an alarm at 8.01 PM like Stephanie. Like, no, don't do that. Don't try to do it all at once. Focus on some quick wins. Like what is a quick win for you? Maybe it is you spend a week or so getting the kids into a new routine. That's a quick win for the entire household. Kids going to bed on time that can, you know, help you set the tone for the rest of the night. And then maybe you set your ready for bed alarm two to three nights per week the following week. Maybe week four, your phone is charging in your bathroom or in a room near you versus actually right next to your head because you don't want that anyway. And then actually I did that like the charging in the bathroom for the first time the other night. I slept for almost 10 hours. Now I can't tell you that's the reason why. But like there was no sound in the background. There were no noises. There was um, no light coming on when Apple decided to, uh, you know, upgrade something in the middle of the night. Like none of that. So I don't know if I slept that long because my phone was in another room or I just needed to sleep that long. But I'm going to say, you know, for sake of this podcast episode, (laughs) that it was because I put my phone in the other room so that you two can do the same thing. All right. So again, that next one was don't try to do everything at once. Set up some small wins for yourself, and that's going to make it easier for you to start some habits or or to get some great habits. Don't reward bad habits. So if you check Instagram before bed each night 
like you need to figure out a way where there's a an incentive for you not to. So maybe if you're if you ch- on Instagram for more than two minutes, you have to run for an extra 10 minutes the next day or exercise for an extra 10 minutes. Like give yourself some of these games. Basically, you start to play with yourself and I'm, I'm a witness that they actually work. So I'm checking Instagram. I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to have to, you know, eat extra kale tomorrow or exercise for an extra 10 minutes. Like if there is a bad habit that you have, don't reward and buy into that bad habit. Make it more difficult for that bad habit to be in control. The next one is create a win-win. What if you have a favorite television show you like to watch or you want to listen to a new book, all right? Only allow yourself to do that activity while doing something that is going to help you with your perimenopausal symptoms. So cool, instead of sitting down for, you know, three hours watching a, a movie that you're waiting to watch, watch the movie, but watch it while you're on the treadmill. Maybe you want to listen to this book and you know you can either listen to the book or read the book or you can, I don't know, meal prep for the week. Why not listen to the book on something like Audible and then meal prep at the same time? So create a win-win where you're a, you're doing the things that you want to do, but you're also implementing you know healthy food, healthy diet, and exercising. This is going to help you build habits. So for example, my meal prep habit is walking in the door Sunday afternoon after church, taking off my coat, don't leave the kitchen, and I immediately start meal prepping. But I usually have a book or a podcast or something that I want to set aside time to listen to. So I listen to that podcast or that book at the same time that I'm meal prepping. Um, there, I love to watch TV. It's like something I just really like to do. So I'm trying to turn all of that TV watching time into a set amount of time that I'm also on the treadmill or on the elliptical doing something productive while I'm doing something that may not be as productive. All right. So create a win-win. And the next thing is give yourself grace. So I've like said, you need to do this or you can do that and you can do that. But give yourself grace. You don't have to form your habits overnight. You can't even if you wanted to. It takes time to to, uh, heal your body. It takes time to form really good habits. It takes time to miss exercising. It takes time to miss journaling. So give yourself grace. And I would love for you to email me or to get in contact with me. Direct message me on Instagram. It's at Hello Hot Flash Podcast. Um, direct message me. Let me know like six weeks after you listen to this and you've started some healthy habit. Let me know what that habit is and what it feels like to you as you're progressing with it. All right. Also, I created something for you guys. So if you go in the show notes, I created a habit builder tool and that goes along with this episode. So if you click on the link in the show notes, you'll get a free copy of it. If you'd like to work with me for free, I am going to help you kickstart some healthy habits starting on March 12th. It's called Menopause Reset, and it's a three-day event with live coaching every single day, so the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th. During the three-day, we will start to build habits that will help you kickstart your metabolism. So again, Menopause Reset is March 12, 13, and 14, and there is no charge. It's completely free. I have a friend, Christine, if you're listening, Christine, about 20 years ago, she said, if it's free, it's for me. So I still say that. So it's completely free. 
What you want to do is head over to hellohotflash.com challenge and sign up for the free event. Again, we start March 12th. That's hellohotflash.com challenge. And that information is in the show notes. I hope this was helpful. Building healthy habits will help you navigate perimenopause at another level. I can't wait to meet you on March 12th and here's to your health. If you're a midlife woman who has thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, well, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash having roller coaster. Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset three-day challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th.